0: All right, I'm recording. This is uh, Rob and Caroline, CarMax in quarantine, which is definitely what we're going to call this. Uh, isn't that great? Take one. So I'll just do a quick intro and we'll get going. Okay, I'll
1: do the, I'll do the intro. Go. Hey, everybody. <laughs> just kidding. I just know that I hear you yell that a lot through
0: the house. I'm keeping okay. that in. That's, that's all It's all staying. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. That's not what I said. Now that's what I say. Um, all right. So uh, anyway, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. I have to. It's a, I, if, if I haven't said hey, everybody, the podcast hasn't started. Uh, this is Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet, but it's not a normal episode. JB had finals this week, and so we needed to take a week off from our regular format, but I, we didn't want to leave the feed totally empty, so I asked... Uh, my wife, Caroline, if she would... This is Rob, by the way. I don't think I said that before. This is Rob Carmack. I'm one half of Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet. So uh, I asked my wife, Caroline, if she would come on the podcast with me and just real quickly just offer... Maybe we'd have a a short conversation about pop culture things that we are enjoying during pandemic, quarantine, lockdown, whatever word you like to use to describe this particular period of time in which we're not uh, doing normal things, uh, then that's what we're going to call it. So anyway, my, my name is Rob Carmack. This is I'm joined here by Caroline Carmack, my wife. Hello. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> um, it, I don't know if you can tell, my voice is much louder than hers. So I'll try and like solve that in the in in the editing before I put that up. So, uh, I cannot help my. I had many teachers growing up who told me, "Rob, you don't have an uh, an inside voice," and that has been true my whole life. Is correct. That holds. Yeah, that holds true to this. Driving
1: day. Riding in the car with you while you're.
0: Oh, my phone voice is ridiculous. Yeah. Ooh, it's loud. It's like I'm, I'm screaming at somebody across the Grand Canyon. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to just, uh, if you're out there and you're just needing something to consume, if you're looking for recommendations on what to stream, what to listen to, what to read, uh, then maybe we can offer, uh, obviously these are not going to be for everybody, like ev- everybody has their own tastes and preferences, but we're, we're just going to sort of share the stuff that we've been enjoying. So, uh, Caroline, you want to go first? What what, what, what would you, do you want me to go first? She's shaking her head like, No. Okay, I I will say, okay, I'm doing, I'm re-watching two shows that I really always have enjoyed. Now, I thought, going into this, I thought I'll be looking for a lot of new content because there's always like new TV shows, new movies, new, new music to listen to. But what I found, maybe just because of all the stress, one of the things I found is that I'm really taking comfort in stuff that I know I enjoy and that I'm very familiar with. It's like going to visit an old friend. And so two of the things on Netflix that I've been enjoying, in fact, if you go right now to look at my Netflix profile, you'll see all in like the continue watching category, there's only two things. And they are The West Wing and Community. Uh, the West Wing is one of my all-time favorite shows. I'm not alone in that. I realize like that's a very popular thing to say. Um, so I've been re-watching all of The West Wing and listening to the West Wing Weekly podcast, which is delightful, and I've been really enjoying that. I just finished season one, the season one finale, and I've seen it many times, but it's a big cliffhanger, and I can't wait to see what happens next. So there's that, but also uh, Community is excellent, especially the first few seasons where there were a lot of like movie spoofs. Caroline's been watching this also. Uh, they have the Goodfellas spoof where they're trying to work out a way to uh, rig the kitchen so that they always get chicken nuggets. There's the, uh, the, epi- the paintball episode which is maybe one of the greatest episodes of TV of all time. So uh, if you've got Netflix uh, I highly recommend rewatching The West Wing and Community. So that's my first recommendation. What, what do you got?
1: Um, well Started several shows on, like, Hulu and Netflix looking for something to binge watch. I haven't really found anything I've loved or even, like, finished. I've started several shows that kind of bailed on after an episode or two. Having a hard time finding something I really like. Um, Although, I did watch that that mystery show, um, you know, we watched it together. Oh, um, uh, The Stranger. The Stranger, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. On Netflix. I like a good whodunit. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls all the way through again because oh. that's like comfort food to me. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I have a long line of movies in my queue that I keep thinking I'll get to, but then I get overwhelmed with indecision and then I don't choose one.
0: You were rewatching The Office for a little while too, right? And listening to the Office Ladies oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, Office
1: Ladies podcast. Yeah. yeah, I've been listening to that. That's it. That's
0: fun. This is a good time for like rewatch culture. Like, there's a lot yeah. of podcasts out there. Like, rewatch the show with us. Like, there's yeah. a Scrubs one. There's an Office one. Um, they, there's a, a new one for The Wire. Like, pretty much any show that you like, there's a, a podcast out there that's gonna help you like go through it episode by episode. It's a pretty good system.
1: It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's all that like behind the scenes stories that they tell. And I'm a very big Office fan. I watch a lot of The Office. That's also like comfort food. I just turn it on when I need something to have on. So I've seen it like one or two billion
0: times. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Now, speaking of new things, a, a show that you and I started, we've only gotten through the first episode, but I thought it was pretty good, which was The Plot Against America on HBO. Uh-huh. That was. It's, it's an alternate timeline in which uh, Charles Lindbergh runs for and is elected president. In uh, the late 1930s, early 1940s, just at the dawn of World War II. And uh, it kind of posits an alternate history in which uh, the US was a lot more sympathetic to Germany during World War II because Charles Lindbergh, as a historical figure, was more sympathetic to Germany. So I, I enjoyed the first episode and it's it's a cool period piece. It's got like Winona Ryder. And so I, I, I'm i excited to see more of it. It's, it's pretty heavy, obviously. Yeah,
1: and it's like, you know, a slow burn. You kind of, I feel like the whole first episode, a lot of. Character building and like what world this is, and you're not really sure what in the world is gonna happen, but yeah, I love anything that has to do with World War II. I realize that's a weird thing to say, but it is true. <laughs> it's an interesting, I mean, yeah, you do. You could probably
0: sit here and just list off movies and books about World War II,
1: yeah.
0: Um, what's your favorite World War II era book oh that you've read? Oh
1: man, The Nightingale
0: by okay, yeah,
1: that's my favorite one really good. But that's fiction. There's also a lot of really good non-fiction ones. Mm. But uh, that would we'd have to do a whole podcast just in that. That
0: would take me a while. Well, hey, we got time. We're in quarantine. <sighs> I know. car in quarantine.
1: See, that makes it sound fun.
0: Well, I mean... <laughs> can't we make it fun? Just for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Uh, Well, and then... Okay, so... Then I also speaking of new shows, um, I just finished watching Devs on FX the, with Nick Offerman. The uh, it's it's made by Alex Garland. If you if you've seen the movie um, Ex Machina, it's the guy who wrote and directed that. Just he he does a lot of stuff that's really kind of trippy it, about like human consciousness and free will, and um, kind of a Philip K. Dick type writer and uh it's it is a trip this show devs it's it's pretty much just like silicon valley meets twin peaks uh and it is it's bonkers but i tell you what it it will it will capture your attention for the eight episodes that it runs so that's that's one i would recommend i think um
1: there is a new show that i haven't watched yet but i really want to watch it's called upload have you heard of this no what is that by the writer of the office greg daniels okay it's a new show and it's like this idea that instead of dying, you can just upload your, I guess, brain, your consciousness, like a cloud. Yeah, and yeah, your consciousness lives on in like another realm.
0: It's very um, comic booky. It's,
1: yeah, it, well, it's a comedy apparently. I mean, it's Greg Daniels, interesting. He grew up in the Office, so yeah, that's his new show, and it's on Amazon Prime.
0: I, I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, well, Either-
1: he, they interviewed him about it on the Office. Podcast, that's how I know about it. So I keep meaning to go look
0: for it, but we should I try that tonight. I, yeah, I
1: bet it's I bet
0: it's funny. Ooh, that sounds really interesting. What's it called? Upload? Upload. That's a mm, okay. I'm very is there anybody you know who's in it or that you recognize? About, I haven't seen a trailer or
1: anything, but I know it's on there and I know it started because they
0: talked about it. We may have to report back on that. That sounds interesting. We'll have to try that. Circle back. Circle back. We'll, we'll circle back. Um any any other any other from your list? For TV? Or anything. Um,
1: I've been reading a lot of books. If uh, you know me, you know that is sort of what I do. Uh, I kind of get on like one author or one subject matter, and I just like read all the books I can about that, all in a row. So at the very beginning of this nightmare, I mean quarantine party, we uh, found a, it's a quarantine book. party. <laughs> um, <laughs> just looking for just anything to read that would be a good distraction that's like uh you know i love a good whodunit and um so i just randomly picked this book that was on a bestseller list that i could pick up you know curbside at barnes and noble so i got it and it was called the boy in the woods by harlan Coben, and i read it in like a day and a half and then to my surprise (laughs) We found out that Harlan Coben has actually been an author for a really long time, and he has, like, how many books? Like, like a million. 30 books. <laughs> At least 30 million books. Yeah. Um, so, that was really good news, because then, even though I just started with the newest one, now I'm reading them in reverse order, one after another. So, I just finished the, I want to say, eighth one, and the, anyway... Yeah, you've really been, like, going through it. That's really been carrying me through, because I I like a good book that I can hold in my hands that will distract me (laughs) from my anxiety. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so Harlan Coben uh, writes a good mystery novel. Well,
0: and you've been going outside and sitting on the porch to read, too, which probably is really good for you.
1: Oh, yeah. I spend as much time as I can just outside in the sunshine. We're lucky here that in... uh, Texas, we're having lots of sunshine and warm weather, and uh, it's pleasant outside. It's not like sweltering hot yet. Not a lot of rain, so I know a lot of places are still very cold or really rainy. So at the very least, we get to go outside, and I'm super grateful for that.
0: That has been a, a small mercy that, yeah. that our kids have been able to go like play in the front yard. And yeah,
1: we just uh, we go outside as much as we can.
0: Yeah. Um, well for me and then my my last it's two but I'll roll it up into one I've been listening to a lot of music I've been obviously working from home and when you're working from home and there's three kids in the house um, (laughs) who are always hurting each other and fighting and arguing um, and knocking each over each other's pillow forts (laughs) my wife Caroline is looking at me like how dare you Um, it was just today they've been (laughs)
1: really good I think it's just getting to us all them.
0: That's true. Um, anyway, all that to say, I've been listening to a lot of music. I moved my turntable up to my uh, like where, where it's sitting on my desk, so I've been able to listen to a lot of records. And the stuff I've been listening to the most has been uh, Jason Isbell. Jason Jason Isbell's new album is about to come out, and I have it already on pre-order, so the vinyl's supposed to deliver directly to me when it is released, which I'm very excited about. Um, also, Jason Isbell has been doing a lot of... He and his wife, Amanda Shires, have been doing a lot of like d- concerts on streaming, which has been just fantastic so that's been one but also i discovered a pearl jam podcast called single podcast theory and it's very good and i know that the people who listen to this podcast like a good music podcast or even a not very good music podcast but i will say single podcast theory is one of the better music podcasts that i found and it's all about pearl jam so i've been trying to do a deep dive with pearl jam as the podcast goes on i just went all the way back to the beginning of it and just am listening to every single thing like whatever they're going to talk about next that's what i listen to so next up is like backspacer so that's what i'll be doing so um, sort of alternating between Jason Isbell and Pearl Jam, uh, in, on, on the playlist. So uh, it's quite a mix. it is quite a mix. It's it's fun. It, it kind of Pearl Jam makes me very nostalgic, but all, but Jason Isbell makes me really excited about music now. So it, it's a it's a nice mixture of uh, my but before COVID and mid COVID. So I was gonna say
1: I've not heard Pearl Jam described as fun.
0: I like I like some early Pearl Jam. I like verses and ten. Like those are fun albums. You know. <laughs> um, I mean, not always fun. I like it though. Um, it's it, it is a fun escape. I will say that because it uh, when you're listening to Pearl Jam, you're not drifting off and thinking about other things. It kind of it, it forces you to pay attention. Um, also, the, there's a live Pearl Jam concert that I really enjoy called um, Let's Play Two. It's a live show from Wrigley Field from 2016. It's really really good. So um, if you can find that, that's worth watching. All right, anything else for you? Um, for music or uh, anything? Yeah, I have. You've been making playlists. I, yeah, I mean, oh, I got a playlist. I got a playlist, baby. <laughs> Your playlist got playlists.
1: <laughs> I just make random playlists for, like, what I'm doing or what mood I'm in. Everybody does that. So, um, let's see. I mean, I have been listening a lot to a band called The Dip. I don't know how well-known they are. I just kind of ran across them on Spotify. Um, but yeah, the dip, it's a great band. It's a really good jam. It's good for cleaning. It's good for riding in the car. You should look them up. Um, Whenever
0: you next ride in a car. (sighs) (laughs)
1: I'm going to drive around the block and listen to the dip.
0: That sounds great.
1: Um, yeah, that's, um, also there's a band that I'm pretty sure you've heard of called Scary Pockets.
0: I've heard you, I've heard of them because of you. Yeah,
1: they're, they're kind of like a, Like a jam band, they do a lot of covers, but in like a different way than they originally made. Um, Also, just a really good jam band. Um, uh, Let's see, what else? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Leon Bridges lately.
0: You had a personal encounter with Leon Bridges.
1: Right, yes. He uh, came in, well, he's originally from Fort Worth, which is where we are. Mm -hmm. And he, I guess, is home for quarantine, so during lockdown... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Home, from cor- Home for Quarantine is the new holiday album by Leon Bridges. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. Um, yeah, so he's in lockdown here locally, and so he has been uh, going into uh, the coffee shop I worked at um, every day. And so I met him a few times, super cool guy. Uh, and I already was a really big fan of his music, but now, of course, I feel like I get a really... Um, You know, support him. He's out here trying to make a living in lockdown. Local artist. uh, Yeah, yeah. Amazing um, musician, and so yeah, kind of. I mean, there's more, but that's all.
0: Now, Leon Bridges has two albums, right? So
1: I think he has two. Well, he has one that's like I don't know if you call it like an EP, but it's kind of singles, um, a soundtrack song he did for some movie I can't remember uh,
0: he was in First Man yeah he was he did Why Whitey, Whitey's Going to the Moon
1: um, uh, he just now released a song I think last week maybe for uh, quarantine <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a a duet with um, John Mayer so the two of them did a song together it's alright it's pretty good it's kind of slow but um,
0: yeah. both very good guitar players yes yeah. Yeah, that's a good, so if you were going to recommend one Leon Bridges, if say, if, if say you have somebody out there and they're like, man, I, I, I need to start somewhere, what album of his would you say? Mm-hmm. Coming Home is the one I'm most familiar with, but I know his second album was also really good. Well, I don't
1: know, um, that's hard because it's kind of like what you are most familiar with or what your first memory of it you know you have like a bond with the one that's special to you yeah Um, so coming home his first album was like it was like a brand new thing he was just this local guy nobody heard of and he just blew up and every song on that album is so good he was on
0: Saturday Night Live like like fully blew up
1: he's so good but um I really like the newest album The Good Thing I, I love every song on that album I heard a lot of people mixed feelings about it um but for me,
0: I like it. Well, he's still kind of discovering a sound, right? Like, he's very young. So, like, the second album is sort of an evolution. And so, a lot of people just want this, another version of the same. You know, they, they just want a sequel to the first album, just like more of that. I get it. And the so second so album. There's a lot of that.
1: That's what I don't get. There's a lot of like, yeah. that first album in it. To me, I think. But um, I guess there were a few more slowish songs. People didn't like that. But mm-hmm. just
0: personal preference. But I like it. I like all of them. So, listen to both. You, you, you decide for yourself, dear listener. Which one you like better? All right, any, uh, any final thoughts? Any?
1: Final thoughts? Um, well, uh, nope. Just, um, just let me know when we can leave again. <laughs> Everybody stay home, wash your hands, and uh, let's get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's stop the spread of this thing so we can go back to life um all right well thanks everybody so much for listening and i hope everyone is staying safe and healthy out there um we got people all over the place listening to this so uh hopefully jb and i will be back in your feed next week and we'll be talking about lucky town the album and until then uh, we'll see you next time